Welcome to Living Stones, your daily devo with Pastor Alex. Food indeed? John 6.55 says, For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Jesus answers the murmuring Jews with a speech that is probably the most difficult passage in the New Testament for us to wrap our minds around. Eating flesh and drinking blood makes the most modern minds a bit squeamish. And, as we shall see later in the sixth chapter of God's Gospel, the people who heard it first were just as squeamish about it. Jesus here foreshadows the communion, or the Lord's Supper, or Eucharist as it's sometimes called, which itself had had periods of time, especially in the first centuries, when the reference to the body and blood had caused the early Christians to be accused of cannibalism in their rituals. Of course, Jesus was still speaking of things spiritual. The offense, or the revulsion, comes from thinking things natural and literal. In foreshadowing the communion, he was rooting the concept in something which should have been very familiar to the Jews, especially the Jewish leaders and teachers. The Jews at the time were very familiar with the sacrificial system that was the centerpiece of their worship rituals. In the practice of the sacrifice, the priest did not burn the entire sacrifice on the altar. Rather, part of the animal was burned, a part was given to the priest for him and his family, and a part was given to the worshiper to make a meal for him and his family and friends. Jesus was presenting himself as a sacrifice and was speaking in familiar sacrificial terms. The idea in verse 54 should have also been very familiar to the Jewish mind. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him at the last day. Jesus was saying that eternal life is in the blood of God's ultimate sacrifice. You know that the life of the creatures in the blood now wrap your minds around the fact that eternal life is in the blood of the sacrifice come down from heaven. In Jewish teaching, life was in the blood. Genesis 9.4 says, But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And in Deuteronomy 15.23, Only you shall not eat its blood, you shall pour it on the ground like water. Which is why in the letter to the Hebrews it says in Hebrews 9.22, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood, and without shedding blood, there is no remission of sin. Jesus was saying that we are now going beyond the sacrificial system, which they were familiar with, to one where, rather than there being a constant sacrifice, he was going to be the sacrifice once for all. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. John 6, 54. Of course, as we established, Jesus was speaking of spiritual things, not natural. We know that he was certainly speaking figuratively because he's already established that eternal life comes through believing. In verse 35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. This is also seen in verses 29, 40, and 47 of that chapter. He was differentiating for them, still, the difference between manna in the wilderness and the bread of life. In verse 49, he said, Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and are dead. Then in verse 58, This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers ate the manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. It will be food indeed. 
Today we tend to think of our faith in very palatable terms and in constructs that are socially and culturally acceptable. Political correctness and cultural acceptability seem to have more influence on Christian thought sometimes than Christianity has on the culture. However, the cross and the sacrifice will always be counterculture. It was counterculture when Jesus spoke to the Jews in that synagogue in Capernaum, and it still is today. The Apostle Paul, writing in a totally different context in Galatians 5, asked if the offense of the cross has ceased. Let us pray today that God will help us to identify the opportunities and to find the courage to share the gospel with those who are desperate for life, even when the claims we make about Christ seem to be outrageous. For more daily devotionals from Pastor Alex, visit livingstones.gy or talexgraham.blog. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You may visit Living Stones on Sundays at 8, 1046 Aubrey Barker Road, South Rhinebelt Park, two buildings after the exit. Hey, my name is Father.